0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another edition of the Hoopjack Podcast Series. I'm your host, Christopher Armisen, and today we bring back Lavar coming back on the show. Great to have you back, my man. Welcome, welcome. So, we got a lot to go over today. Uh, some new documentaries coming out from Netflix, and my interview with Providence star Janae Crooms, and then, what is the greatest sports movie of all time? Oh my god. So there's And there's a lot to go out there. But first, I'm going to take you back... Uh, and i wish i could i'm going to take you back to a time in and, and i'm going to where well, there's two documentaries coming out with netflix from their kind of series of untold sports stories mm-hmm. where it goes over a lot of different sports from boxing to tennis basketball. to to basketball to hockey and everything else untold is coming out with two new documentaries the first one is college football and i'm going to take you back to a time where college football was still big yes. primarily the 2011-2012 season. Mm-hmm. Uh, close your eyes for a minute. And just imagine you're at Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame. You're at Notre Dame. They're having a, man, a fantastic year. My God. They're having a fantastic <laughs> one year. Of the,
1: one of the greatest. You're yo. having.
0: They're having a, one of the best year seasons of all time. Yes. They're led by the Hawaiian native, Manti Teo. Mm-hmm. And you hear... The Destroyer. And you hear the greatest... Story of all time where he's overcoming immense odds by losing his mom and his girlfriend. Everybody, yeah. Only to find out that his girlfriend never existed. It was all a lie. <laughs> I'm just let you listen.
2: Manti Teo had
0: an absolutely astounding senior year. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. His grandmother and girlfriend, Lene Kikua, had died the same night he dedicated his season to them it was an amazing story i mean they were with me you know
2: i'm missing one problem his girlfriend did not exist i don't think anyone can appreciate how big a story it
0: became this was a very sophisticated hoax perpetrated for reasons we can't understand at this point, I'm at the Heisman ceremony. I don't know what to think, and I can't tell anybody what's going on. He'll never say it affected his play, but you could definitely see something was up. We just thought, what sick joke is someone trying to put on us? My uncle immediately said, I think you're getting catfish. Right? Better to roll that
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God.
0: <laughs> I created
1: this fictional character, Lenny I totally fell in I didn't have courage to just it's be like, This is so why bad. I
0: am. Oh man. It became evident that we had a major story. I was afraid this was going to affect my NFL future. I don't think he had any concept
2: of how much the media will build you up and then tear
1: you <laughs> down. I didn't expect it to blow up so quickly. This is about to hit the fan. That's when everything went chaotic. I There are two people. It was crazy. My whole world changed, and I'm questioning everything.
0: So, wow. The what, it's still wow. So wild. the 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 irony was the the girl that was that was the actual catfish, quote unquote, quote unquote, who made up the name, made up the person, mm-hmm. and you. I think we all thought he was in on it. I think for a, a lot of us, we thought he was in on it. Yeah. But in all honesty, I think this is one of the greatest episodes of Catfish of
1: all time. And, and was never Catfish. Like, they never did an episode. <laughs> Which I'm astounded that they could have made Buku bugs. <laughs> they could have made so much nobody money. thought this would end up on Catfish.
0: I really thought it would. But I think you look at... And I, and I looked at his career. He... He still had he had about a 9 8 to 9 year career yeah. juggling from the Chargers to the Saints to the Bears teams, and then yeah. he kind of just not really retired but he was kept getting injured and was mm-hmm. practice squads and everything like that but this story was so big and there was so much hate to him because people were like oh how can you get mixed up in all that how could it, you not know and then it it does take a mental toll because everyone's giving you so much grief for that that how can you not know and I think you gotta understand you gotta look past that because he had probably one of the greatest college football careers by a defense by a db yes other than and I'll give you a few probably at the around that time was Jadavian Clowney and all them right right but he he put Notre Dame on the map that I mean that he was Notre Dame defense. At he that was time. Notre Dame defense at that he time. He covered a lot of
1: space on that field. And
0: I think we, you got to give it to him to have having gone through that and everything like that. That is just amazing. Of you know, <laughs> it's still a, it, it's mind blowing
1: to say the least. I just can't comprehend what people think, making up stuff like this and act like they're never going to get caught. I don't know, and it's. It just and what, blows my mind. What, what, like, it happens good, what, all the time.
0: What goes around comes around, I guess. But oh, yeah. Untold is going to be coming out around the end of August. Uh, I think it was August 26th that Untold, mm-hmm. um, The Girlfriend That Didn't Exist, which is the story of Manti Te'o in that 2011-2012 Notre Dame year and the controversy that happened with the catfish. Yes. Another, another documentary, now going back to the basketball world, is coming out August 23rd. Another untold story, it's the rise and fall of An One. An one. An one, probably the greatest brand to basketball, specifically street ball. I had the shorts. I the had the shoes. I had the shorts. Band, I had the shoes. Shirts. That's, that brand itself was so big that it's amazing. And here's and give y'all a heads up, here's the trailer
1: the next eight videos, I used to love, I had all the M1 takes oh also. Gosh. Hot sauce, my to my music, skip to my loo, skip to my loo, and even nowadays, like the professor, the Alamo. Alamo,
0: oh man, Cadillac. It. It's great. Dream
1: ball is hip hop, graffiti, breakdancing, all in one. It's just pure self expression, and this is the essence of M1.
0: We started, Nike had the merchandise market on lockdown. It was like taking on Goliath. But we had this insane bottle of marketing in the pre-internet age.
1: <laughs> one of the biggest basketball
0: brands. guys the I was
1: like, holy cow. Who knew that everything we've been building was gonna go up in smoke? Everybody started thinking about the money. Yep. There was fracturing of relationships. It was the downfall of everything. One, two, three, hell. You were trying to catch lightning in the bottle. You create a monster? You gotta know how to tame a monster. One, two, three, hell. Tell you though, he had the most
0: house. I so, think it was named
1: 720 or something like that. So,
0: Untold, The Rise and Fall of N1. And ironically, ESPN already made a 30 for 30, which was the greatest mixtape of all mm. time, which basically covered the whole of Streetball. But Netflix coming out with the story of N1, which is story. a whole, yes. which is the entire Streetball universe. And like you made you a mention to a few of them, it was Hot Sauce, Skip to My Lou, The Alamo, and the, Alamo the Professor, all these guys who were up and who built yes. the brand and continue to have that brand but the merchandise itself i felt that at a time it was bigger than even adidas i think it was getting close to nike it was cause, getting close because and one was the symbol of basketball at one point it was they had great marketing skills that you when the VHS taste were still around. Everybody wanted to watch it. Yes, Everybody the, wanted to be the there. The
1: effect that N1 has put on basketball, even now into uh, NBA's, you know, NBA's game, it's still there. It's still there. Everybody's doing or trying to do N1-type moves. It's not just regular basketball moves, moving left, moving right, cutting, doing all this. They're trying to do the most shiftiest moves, which N1 started. It all came from N1. So, got to so, get N1 the props.
0: I give them too because I think without that, you miss a lot of the basketball culture that a lot of people grew up in. Yes. Specifically, you know, the Northeast and even heading its way down south and almost the rest of the country. Really. Literally.
1: Because even,
0: even today, right now, you still have street ball and we've seen it with the TVT. Yep. They brought it to Rucker Park. Yes. We've talked about the idea of bringing it to Venice Beach. Yes. And you still see street ball pretty much. The mixtapes, instead of the VHS now, you see it on
1: YouTube. And the place where it's super big right now is overseas. Exactly. In China, Japan, all of those guys, when I say they're they're basically taking over the streetball scene, it's major over there. Like, major, major, major.
0: And it's um, just interesting to see how Netflix has done with their stories. Cause job, I've, Netflix. I've, what they've done is taken the ESPN concept of the 30 for 30s which they've done great stories yes. for decades on certain topics i remember watching the Allen iverson story on espn 30, for 30. i remember watching uh it, the duke lacrosse scandal on on, on, duke on, LaCros- on on that one i remember watching um oh, there's so many to count and i can i could probably look i could probably look them up right now and to be honest that's what I, exactly i am going to do but if For future reference, if you had to pick a few
1: Mm. that
0: you've seen over your lifetime that deserve a documentary style or a person, a team, or even an event, Mm -hmm. what would be like a couple of ideas you could throw out that would be
1: great, either untold or ESPN 30s? They have a lot of stuff they can do for boxing. There's oh, a yeah. lot of guys in boxing that deserves an untold story. Oh, the,
0: the chasing Tyson one
1: when yes. it was Tyson and Holyfield. Right, that was great. Uh, anything that has to do with you know they, they could have a Mayweather. Now I don't know if mm-hmm. they've done that. But that would, I definitely would look. It's it probably
0: out. been like a HBO series. I feel. probably because it's
1: Sweet P. Whitaker. Oh uh, yeah, like, Sweet P is Whitaker. a whole story. Rest in peace, Sweet P. Pea. That'd be I oh I definitely would tune in for the Sweet P. Absolutely. He was one of the, big, the greatest boxers ever. And Let's y'all can
0: debate me on that, but he was. Uh, winning time, Reggie Miller versus the Knicks. Oh, yeah. That no was... <laughs> crossover, the trial of Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. Run, Ricky, run. Um, the birth of Big Air, which was BMX. Yes, I mean, they do a lot of cross sports and everything like that. Um, the Pony Excess about SMU. The Fab Five. The Fab Five. Oh, it was great. Scandal and some. Roll Tide, <laughs> War Eagle. All oh, the con- the big matchup of Auburn and Alabama. There's a lot of them. I think, and I know Netflix has been talks with the Kobe Bryant documentary. Yes. I think you need to go through the what could have been in sports. Yeah. What if the big three in OKC stayed? It, it, what if? Chris Paul came to the Lakers. Yes. What if, you know? And I still don't understand if, why they didn't. What let him if come the to state the of Texas? What if the state of Texas and I'm I'm giving it to Dallas and San Antonio mm-hmm. did not
1: beat LeBron's Heat and give him his four peats? And I would think that there definitely would be no reason to say that he's not the greatest no Uh, i I think the state of
0: texas blocked him on that the state of texas (laughs) twice twice too bad the rockets couldn't do it but i'm saying dallas Uh and san antonio gave him that and and you're looking at also um there's so there's just so many like um and even in college sports too because they did one you know len bias who Arguably, Man what should have, or, first, should have been, or
1: he should have been, the original um, Michael
0: Jordan. I think it was Benji. It was, um, yeah, Ben Wilson out of yeah. Chicago, mm-hmm. who was supposed to be the Derek Rose of that time oh, or the Jabari well, yeah. Parker of that time, yeah. and he was supposed to be the next best thing. And then there's just so so many stories out there, and I like the what ifs because there's. Even you hear it today. There's so many people trying to get a what if this happened? What if yes. that happened? Did that title really happen? Even you could even do the bubble the bubble bowl. You know the the,
1: the bubble basketball the bubble the bubble basketball <laughs> the, <laughs> bubble basketball when, when when Murray could not be stopped. <laughs> Denver was a oh my gosh he was a threat. If they didn't get hurt, they would have been winning that championship. Oh, they would have. And what's funny was, oh,
0: or even the next one it was supposed to be "Dream On" about the United States Women's National Basketball Team. I think people are forgetting about how good the original works. WNBA team that yes. won how many titles in a row. What, was I couldn't it even the, tell you. The Houston, uh, uh, it was oh, what team was that? Houston, Rock, uh, the uh, Houston. Uh, not, it, you know who I'm talking about? That yeah. team was dominant. Um, Why can't I think of it right now?
1: Not the doctors. Houston Comets. Comets, gosh. The Houston Lee. Comets. That 1997. <laughs> I mean, first of all, Don Stanley herself was a, she was the Doc Rivers or, how can I, Doc, yeah, she was the Doc Rivers of They were of tied basketball. For the, for with the
0: Minnesota Lynx and the Seattle Storm for the most championships of the any WNBA franchise. Yes. The team was folded and disbanded. By the league in 2008 during the height of the Great Recession because new ownership could not be found by the league. The league by the that. league because I think, and this is this together. is a what if they were too dominant. Yes, they were too dominant of a franchise that the league decided. Wanted, decided. It's the same thing when the league takes over. I think, or even I think even another documentary concept. Power to the players because you see a lot now where NBA players are taking, you know, taking advantage of trying to get the most out of their buck instead of letting coaches decide what they make, letting owners decide what they make. And that's
1: why they have all these uh, little side organizations and Mm -hmm. things to basically go against what some of the things that's happening in the NBA and have some type of coverage for themselves after the NBA sometimes, you know, after the NBA, people struggle because right. they try to live a lifestyle during the NBA. And after the NBA, you can't live that same lifestyle if you're not making the money.
0: Absolutely. But I'm excited for the end of August to come out. I think both documentaries are great. Yes. Um Pretty much Catfish 2.0 and The Rise and Fall of N1. That's, a, that's I, think, I think
1: that's Catfish 3.0. Catfish
0: 3.0. We, just got, we went to the next level, man. <laughs> the next she level. made
1: this man believe that. His girlfriend had died uh, and finish. had one of the best seats. Well, you know what? We should say thank you. <laughs> you know, what? Yeah, We appreciate <laughs> you for, for making that you man know what the I best take? football yeah, player that ever at, at one point. At one point. You put Notre Dame on the map. <laughs> man, he ran through everybody. Exactly. Good, good, let me clap it up for you. Good job. Good job. So we're going to take a quick break,
0: guys. When we come back, I have my one-on-one Hooper profile with Providence women's basketball star, Janae Croom. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the Hoop Jack Podcast series, guys. And today for our one-on-one Hooper profile, we have a very special guest, a member of the Women's Providence Basketball Program. We have Miss Janae Crooms joining us on the show. Janae, it's great to have you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm excited. So um, you guys had a, you know, it was a tough year, but you guys did well. You guys had an 11-19 record. I know with coming back from COVID, that had to be tough with the kind of a you know, coming back here where everything is trying to just get back to the way that it was. Um, what can you kind of reflect on how the year went and where there, where what you guys can improve on for next year?
2: Uh, most definitely, uh, there's, there's a lot of room for improvement for sure. You know, losing two of our main sc- um, main scores and most impactful. It's going to be tough, but honestly, like defense and um, both both ends of the four definitely have to be better. But you know, this this off season been really like getting the offense down and playing with one another and just building that chemistry because playing with six freshmen and then also me being a new person was kind of hard. And, you know, everything's just back to normal a little bit last year, you know, with fans being able to come into, um, to the games and just seeing fans out there, honestly, just made, made the game so much better. Um, More just happy to be out there with my teammates, but yeah, definitely got a lot to improve on myself, myself included. But honestly, this off season was just uh, the main thing, was just getting down our offense and, just playing together as a team.
0: And like you said, you guys got the opportunity to have fans back into the stands. Um, what was that feeling like knowing that a lot of the restrictions were lifted and you could actually have – it felt like a home court again?
2: I mean, you you nailed it. You said a home court. You know, being from Rhode Island was was a main thing and being able to just come back and knowing that I'll get to see my friends and family and my loved ones in the stands just, just meant the whole world to me because not many people – you know, get to play college basketball and play in front of their family. So, being able to do that was just was just huge for me. And you know, I'm just really excited for this season, my my last year here at Providence, and I'm just really excited to be out there with my teammates this upcoming year.
0: And like you said, it kind of it kind of felt like home. And you grew up in around the Rhode Island area, correct? That is correct. Uh, what parts uh, specifically in Rhode Island? Cranston. And. So kind of growing up, when did you decide uh, you fell in love with the game of basketball? Or even if you played another sport, when did you decide to kind of fall in love with, you know, being active and playing a sport?
2: I've always been an active person, even when I was younger. But basketball wasn't my thing when I was younger, honestly. You know, it was a struggle. You know, I wasn't that good. But I didn't really, like, fall in love with basketball at a young age but I, I liked playing it but the love for the game came a little bit late honestly but once I found that like oh I want to do this I want to grind out I want to work hard every day you know that's when I really fell in love with it I knew I can go plays with just with my my attitude and my approach to basketball was was just different and, and that love may not have been there at a young age but the passion for it was always there, and like wanting to work out, and wanted to play with my teammates, and wanting to get out there on the floor was just always there. And basketball was huge in my family; everybody played. But growing up, I played all different sports: I played football, basketball, baseball, lacrosse in high school, soccer in high school. So I was just, I was a very active person. And I'm just happy basketball is the one main sport I can always count on.
0: So it's kind of cool that you kind of put your hand into everything to kind of see where you would fit in a sense, you know, kind of find the glove that fits and everything. So, and then growing up playing at St. Andrews High School and then around, uh, and then the AAU circuit around Rhode Island, was it, were you a part of like the AAU circuit around Rhode Island?
2: I wouldn't say Rhode Island, but Massachusetts. I played for Mass Rivals.
0: Okay. And what was that experience like for you being a part of that group?
2: Oh, it was amazing. I played with some great athletes some athletic some athletic ones, you know, we had a really great um, AAU season my last year. And just my AAU, whole AAU experience was a lot of fun, you know, playing with some great players, some great coaches. That was really good. Um, it was a lot of fun playing around the area. And then being able to go to Kentucky, you know, Florida, Georgia, all those different places just playing against people all across the world was just – it got me ready for college, honestly, you know. The, the competition might have not been as high, but, you know, everybody – once everybody gets out there, there's no friends on the court, so – Honestly, AAU was really like what did it for me, you know, just, just knowing that when I go out there every day, I got to battle and, you know, fight and grind for my teammates and myself.
0: And then, like you had said earlier, you're entering your last year, but you've had one, you've had a college journey. You started your college career at Ohio State and then stayed there for two years. And then kind of during the pandemic, you made a transfer to Michigan State, um, what was what was the reason to start your college career at Ohio State?
2: Honestly, just the campus and the coaches and just the environment. It was it was a great school. You know, the environment was great. The football was amazing. Teammates, the people there was just it was just where I I knew where I wanted to go. Coming out of uh, high school, you know, the the coaches were heavily recruiting me and. Just you know, going in there with open arms and uh, you know them accepting me for who I am and knowing the type of player I was, you know that experience is really great.
0: And then, I'm assuming during it was kind of the COVID time you made the transfer to Michigan State, correct? That is correct. Uh, what was that? I know it would have been a hard decision to transfer out, and especially during a time where COVID was, you we couldn't really do anything, and. Exactly. Uh, And everything like that, but uh, why the transfer to Michigan State for the Spartans?
2: Um, You know, but prior, like I said, excuse me. Ohio State and Michigan State were my top, my top uh, schools coming out of high school. So, you know, when that decision came down to, and you know, I knew the coach and staff and some of the players. So, that that decision for me, it wasn't hard, but it wasn't easy. So. Knowing I would have went somewhere, you know, knowing I having a connection with the coach prior, that was like really huge for me. Just a connection and a bond with the coach is just really huge in basketball. So, that was one of the main reasons why I went there is for the coaching staff.
0: And then, how how were you able to handle being a student athlete through COVID? I know not being able to play was hard. When I talked to a lot of athletes, you know. Gyms were closed, parks had like taken down, basketball rims, and not being able to kind of do what you would want to do. And especially with athletes, a lot can be – a lot want to be able to go do something. But how were you kind of able to handle it?
2: Um, I'd say I handled it pretty well, you know. I was more of a person that's just going to work out no matter what whether that's just going for a run or just doing something simple, a simple circuit in the backyard. That's something I really did a lot. Um, I worked out with a trainer um, that I know from home, and he has, like, a little, a couple of stuff at his house. So I just be outside every day in the morning just working out with him, getting in shape, you know, because a lot of people, you know, not many people are working out, or not many people have the access that I did or couldn't do much. So just being able to take advantage of that was really huge for me um, during COVID.
0: Yeah, I can't even imagine just want trying to just stay busy is the main thing during that time because otherwise you're not you your kind of routine kind of goes away. So it's good to hear uh, made you took advantage of that time.
2: One hundred percent.
0: And then after your year at Michigan State, you, you made the return back home to play for Providence and head coach Jim Crowley. What's the you know? Connection, like with playing for him and playing with the Providence team.
2: Um, I love it here, honestly. Just, just being a hometown kid, you know, you do just so many advantages. And the coaches have been recruiting me since high school, and you know, just being able to know that, like my hometown state, you know, the journey I went on is still willing to give, like, offer me, and that was just really huge. And just being able to come back home was really good, you know, just being that hometown kid and just that person that oh, like, she went far, now she's back at home, you know, her last two years, finishing out. so that was really huge for me, just come, being able to come back home and just play in front of my my loved ones.
0: And I can't even imagine, it must be nice, you know, being back home, seeing, like you said, seeing your loved ones and seeing your family and having them getting, them getting the chance to watch you play, has, you know, puts a smile on their face, puts a smile on face.
2: Exactly, in. for sure.
0: I know uh, with what are some, you know, with the season, you know, a couple months away, but you guys are probably getting close to practices, training, and everything like that. What are some of the goals that you um, want to have this year? And you said, that, is this your last year of eligibility?
2: Correct, yes, last year.
0: So what's what are some of the goals that you kind of want to finish strong with for this year?
2: Well, for myself, just, just building my confidence up, you know, just – Making smart decisions when I'm on the court. Um I'd say one of the main things I'm focusing on this year is just my jumper, just just like I said, just finding that confidence, you know, being willing to shoot the ball, whether the defense is gonna back up or whatever. So just, just different type of reads I could just work on stuff on the court. But honestly one of the main things is like I said, it's my jumper and just get in shape.
0: And that's good to hear. I hope. I'm excited to see what you guys can do for this year. And with kind of your senior year approaching, I know within the last year, a lot of student athletes have taken advantage of the NIL and kind of creating their own brand events. Have you thought about kind of trying to expand on that or are you just, you know, letting the game talk for itself?
2: Honestly, for me, I'm just, just, like you said, just letting the game talk for myself, you know, just – just playing basketball is the thing I love. Um, but, like, with the NIL stuff, I'm lucky for me. Just – there's just advantages you get at home, and that's just something I'm not really focused on as of right now. I'm just, just honestly just focused on getting better, getting in the gym, um, working on my craft, working on my game. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of girls out there and even men that are have great deals and great NIL things, so I'm just – I'm happy for the people that did, but like as of for me right now, I'm just worried about getting better.
0: Right, you you kind of have your you have your priorities straight. You know what you want and everything like that, and I respect that.
1: Exactly, yeah, for sure.
0: It's more about focusing on your craft than anything else. Right. Yeah. And my last question to you is: What advice would you give to the next generation of high school basketball players and high school girls players wanting to? Uh, that leap to play at the college level what advice would you give them
2: i would just say follow your dreams honestly um you know don't try to let people dictate your dictate dictate your path or you know your game just just every time you go out there just compete just work on your game your craft every single day um and just being confidence you know confidence is a main thing a really huge thing i think in basketball that gets overlooked um, I think anything you do, you should have confidence. So one of the main things I would just say is just be confident in yourself, um, and just work on your game every day. Cause you know if you're working on it, then it's gonna show in the game. So it just it's all about what the work shows, what the work you put in when no one was there, and you know when no one was in the gym with you, all that type of stuff.
0: Absolutely, and that's some great advice to give to up and comers and what you've taken in through your time at the college level and everything like that. Thank you. And thank you, Janae, for taking the time to come on the show. And I look forward to seeing how you all do this year. And I look forward to watching y'all on TV. I know with the Big East network, there'll be a, I'll try to catch y'all on that as well as ESPN whenever I can. I'm looking forward right. to seeing y'all grow this year and look, looking to see what Providence can do.
2: I'm excited too. I can't wait.
0: Uh, thank you thank for. You, I really appreciate you and- taking this. No problem. We'll be right back with more Hoop Jack, guys. So stay tuned. We're back, guys. So I want to thank Janae for taking the time to come on the show. And I'm looking forward to seeing how well she does this year uh, with the couple of years that she still has of eligibility and the rise of what Providence can have for this year. I think they could have a good year this year. Um, but. Next on the rise is, uh, now that we're going from documentaries, we're going to sports movies, whether they're true or not. Yes. Um, There's been a lot more recent, you know, uh, sports movies, considering Hustle came out recently to Netflix. King Richard with Will Smith was the story of Serena and Venus probably the greatest tennis players of all time. Let me just say shout out
1: to Adam Sandler <laughs> for the movies that he create, man. The genius. He's a freaking genius. Even if it's a serious movie or it's, it's, it's or anyway. or so a comedy, yeah. he's great. So, I'm just looking through the list
0: and you know, I'm looking at Coach Carter, Glory Road, uh, semi-pro. I have a, boy. I have a
1: real weird mixture, okay. Because <laughs> remember I have, the tight <laughs> I have like two categories. You know, you got your serious category, and then you got your, and then you got your comedy, <laughs> comedy. Okay. First of so, all, <laughs> semi-pro is just semi-pro. Or even all these. Like, say, if you the haven't, Duck, if you haven't seen semi-pro, you gotta watch. <laughs> You're missing a good damn movie, man. <laughs> You're missing a comedy. Will, hit <laughs> Will Ferrell, Jackie Moon, man. Let me tell you, he's like, "What are you doing? It is, what you never see me do free throws? Right? <laughs> the it underhand is, granny free throw is hilarious." Also, shout out. <laughs> God, man. He's a damn comedy genius, also. He is. But, you but, know, like the Drew League. Or, oh, excuse me. Uncle, Uncle Drew. Damn, I call it Drew League. <laughs> you might well say. Um, Uncle, Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew's funny. That was a great. And the, and movie. the fact
0: that they bring in, like, the, the irony was Uncle Drew started as Pepsi commercials. Yes. Uncle if no we oh, so big. No, no, no. <laughs> I got to no. I got to no. I got to bring those up. No cuz <laughs> no one's going to know. Oh, so if you guys don't know, Pepsi and Kyrie Irving um uh, made combined together to create some of the greatest yes, greatest commercials, commercials and
1: games, and games <laughs> you might as well. That say. You can
0: think of. And I'm sorry. But it was fantastic. Let's see yep, there
1: we go. I'm a real ball player. I, came up I mean this man made a movie video, off of the Pepsi be. commercial. I know. And like I said, it was a quality bucket. movie. <laughs> I <get> buckets. Buckets. <laughs> they <Buckets. laughs> get buckets. Yeah, really little really young bucks. Sheet
2: headphones and
1: all this is- <laughs>
0: And the fact that he's
1: bringing Other people who've been a part of If you had been out there You would have never known that it's Kyrie Irving no, is Walking up never to you known. right now You would have never looked known Just like it. an old man they, And shout out to whoever did his makeup <laughs> They smacked him <laughs> him in his <laughs> face, but I like the fact that he also had to
0: put up a few bad, bad shots. You okay? Good. Yo, we need we need another player.
1: Yo, I think my Uncle Drew can play. Somebody said, for real. <laughs> for real. Stop playing <laughs> around. Hey, boy, he looked at him like, you serious, man? We we, we doing this? What is this? Hey, you gotta come on, man. Man,
2: just get the smallest person on the cook. He's really <laughs> slow. I got
1: it. I mean, damn! They did such a good job, man. Yes, scream, 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 <laughs> scream, scream, scream. <laughs> yeah, get it. Yeah, get some. You know, give him some of the bad shots out. Uh, then he you turned Lord. up. <laughs> uh, what the? Heads not the game. Heads he not the game. That's his favorite thing. <laughs> Let me get that. Push it, push it on. Push it on, <laughs> Had the girls out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, uh, the <laughs> the that reversed though. The
1: reverse light was clean.
0: Andrew's got skills.
1: After he hit, he hit the shot. When he, yeah, he, he told his man up. The guy was like, oh, hold on a second. He's moving too fast. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. If I see somebody 63 years old come out of the court like that, it's like, all right, I am confused. <laughs> and the thing is, he's playing in a whole suit. I know. You understand? It's <laughs> got to be about 87 degrees <laughs> outside. Oh, he got here a- we go. Huh? The alley oop (laughs) to himself. he got a whole hoodie, (laughs) jogging pants, thick socks. Probably got something under the hoodie, you know. So and And then. You (laughs) want switch sneakers? You sure you don't want switch? Hey, does he got a brace on? He
0: got hospital shoes on. Oh man. Young blood. That's, I mean, young blood. that's when no. That's when you started to hear everybody, everybody say, say that. Don't reach, young blood. Yeah. Don't reach. You reach, I teach. Oh Lord, just
1: the moves that. Oh God. Oh, gosh, oh. The... that's enough. No. Oh, give his ankles back, man. No. Time's out. Somebody call somebody. Call call the cops. <laughs> he stole the man' ankles and kneecaps oh girl want him now though <laughs> and then uh, yo okay but the thing is did you see him use cook, his hand cook. on the spin move at the same time yeah i didn't even notice that till now is <laughs> is that's amazing though Let the transformation begin. like he it, it, like i said if it was if you look at the movie they actually had some good actors up there. That was ex basketball players. Didn't even know who they were until I looked at the you know when they were going down and saying saying who was who, on the um at the yeah. end of the credits. I was like, hold up, that was Chris Webber. Didn't even know it. <laughs> That's the same thing with the hustle when you see all the talent that they yeah. brought in yeah and all
0: the coaches and staff and players and everybody. Yeah. But just looking at this like list, okay. I mean you have Million Dollar Baby, which is probably one of the greatest boxing, boxing movies. movies yeah. The blind side, I love it. Um, Forrest Gump. Forrest. <laughs> the only reason I think Forrest Gump is because he played a, football. He that played way. football in Alabama. That's I mean, I the guess. only reason that I think that was a sports. Invincible, but The Hoosiers, Apollo Creed's movie. Oh, um, Creed, Creed. That that's was a, great a great boxing movie. Concussion. I think that's a great. Yeah. True story. Just on that's the fact that on. it's because it's it's it, on. It, it's because I think a lot is. The old school football fans mm-hmm. don't want to picture that something could happen, yeah, or something could go wrong. And I think it's the first time I think you see what Roger Goodell, <laughs> who mm. could have ignored, probably could've, ignored. I'm pro- about to say probably, ignored, probably ignored, probably ignored. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see, going through here, Coach Carter. Coach Carter is um, like also a great, great movie. He
1: made he made. <laughs> He made people look like they were real basketball players <laughs> that probably couldn't even dribble the ball. <laughs> Whatever they did in that movie, they made them look real good. Actually, um, the the son of the one that played his son, he actually could play. Him. Yeah, yeah, he was actually decent. Uh, he got game, but didn't sell. Come on, Jesus Shuttlesworth, you you got it. Ray Allen couldn't act to save his life. Not a, not a, not a bit. That's just like blue chips.
0: Oh yeah, no. well, Shaq. Chuck and
1: Penny could play. They can play, but but they couldn't act. They couldn't (laughs) act for nothing. (laughs) They could not act for nothing. Joanna (laughs) Man. Now that's hilarious. That's just hilarious. Hey, you know, but if you think about it, Joanna Man could actually happen. Hey, you never know. Somebody could do that, go to the WNBA, and I'm not going to say they're going to win because these girls in the WNBA nowadays, they're bowling. (laughs) Most Most of them are dunking right now. Reverse dunks. I'm not talking about regular dunks. They're They're doing reverse dunks dunks dunks. and and, and different stuff, but... So, if you you had
0: to put three, because one's hard with a lot of the great movies, current and, you know, in history, to have gone through. If you could name three, any sport,
1: any movie, Mm -hmm. you had to pick three, what would you pick and why? Okay, Creed. Yeah. Gotta pick Creed. For me. I I love... First of all, he's... That is a great actor right there, man. And he actually got hit. He took some of Oh, the hits he took that hit. Yeah. And he actually got knocked out. He did. So, for him to do that, you know, uh, Rocky. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's like most of my movies is boxing. Don't ask me why. Because uh, <laughs> I can't take a hit for shit. I mean, no. for nothing. Sorry. Um, right. And then my next... Oh, man. White Man Can't Jump. That's a great movie. I think, you know... <laughs> I, I it was. I love that movie. Oh, that's a great movie. Just. I love that movie, man. First of all, Woody we Harrelson. would have never known that Woody could shoot like that. We never knew Woody could probably play right. And then, Wesley Snipes was a monster on the court. Apparently, didn't know that either. So, so, if I had to pick three, okay,
0: I pick. Remember the Titans. Okay, because. That right there is a great story. Yes. And, you know, there's still some comedic value in there, but it's the, you know, when at a time in history where even in Virginia in the South, it's still very segregated, but then football brings it all together. Brings it all together. You knew one sport could do it. (laughs) Football is the one. I remember watching, um, this, uh, uh, Great Taste, which is like the, um, uh, it's like a comedy show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, you take the best white school and the best black school and put it together. I hear somebody say
1: Alabama. Alabama, <laughs> Alabama, yeah. Alabama, roll tide. <laughs> That's true. Bro. Alabama, roll that tide.
0: absolutely true. <laughs> roll tide. Roll tide. Uh, second one would probably be, uh, let's see, second one would probably be Glory Road. That was a good that movie. That was a great movie about Texas Western. Yes, that was and a good movie. And you probably the the recruiting strategies of... The coach, but I think at that time, no one really cared. Yeah, they, they
1: didn't have a, I you preference on No, that I, I think stuff in the NCAA
0: time. was not very strong as right. what it is right now, but right. I think that's a great, it was a great movie, I think, you know, a small school out in Texas winning the national title over mm-hmm. a big powerhouse like Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I think it also shows that it doesn't matter how, what, you know, how high of a name you have, you don't got the talent it doesn't matter because the talent talent outweighs the name big time. Uh I think my third Look at Jor- look at Jordan's son. Oh uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man. I know. just that was a lie. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a that's funny. Uh but probably my third Oh man, it's tough because it's it's like a tie. It's so many though. It's so many because it it, it, would, it would be a tie between concussion and 42. A 42 would be because great. concussion was a great true story about how you know the doctor mm-hmm. was finding why these NFL players are—it's the mental and the concussions of you know—and then that post—you know—partum depression yes. of not playing and not knowing what to do, and then just all the brain, the brain, and everything like Any that, reasons. where the brain
1: keeps moving. Yeah.
0: And then forty-two. I mean, that's Jackie Robinson. It's you Jackie can't, Robinson. You can't hate on Jackie.
1: And then rest in peace. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace, Chad. Also one of the greatest actors. And he did this while he was... While he was, you know, yeah. going through it all. But and you then, know what was also a good movie? And we're going back to N1, mm-hmm. Above the Rim. Oh, that's a they movie. This was movie. during the time of Rucker Park, you know, mm-hmm. basketball. And, you know, that's when N1 and the big scene out there. And, you know, the scenes behind... What sometimes can go on, at with some teams, you know what I'm saying? With um, people paying money for teams or, you know, scaring teams out of the league. <laughs> that right. actually happened.
0: Right. And so, and there's just so many to choose from. And like we said, there's so many upcoming, docu- like, TV shows, movies, documentaries. Yes. And you hope to see more of that. And I think there's so many stories that they try to make into you know, movies, mm-hmm. and I know it's like a quick buck, but I think, you know, if they do it right, then why not? Why not? I think... People want to see it. People want to see it. Even if they didn't live through it, you know...
1: They shoot, still want to see it. I, I, I want to know the story I of saw. It, I know? saw
0: on TikTok, and th- this is kind of going into, like, music. Mm-hmm. I saw on TikTok that these these two people played the original uh, Glamour's by Fergie, and the kid thought that that wasn't the original, that Jack Harlow's First Class was the original (laughs) original soundtrack.
1: (laughs) And I'm like, dude, you missed out on, like, you got it for 15 <laughs> years. And the bad part is, probably before that, that probably was not even the that original. That was not the original, but at least, you know, it was close. Close. You know, yes. Yeah.
0: Gosh. And I'm just like, oh,
1: no, this is where That's what's happening. They, they, that's what's happening, man. They, they don't research, they don't go back in history. Everyone has a
0: the, phone, they can Google it. It's the easiest.
1: You can even just talk to your phone and tell you Talk to look your it up. phone
0: and be like.
1: I don't know, hey, man.
0: Google what's what's today's weather. You don't it's gotta just, like just like look at the paper.
1: You know, talking about stuff like that. I was looking at um some scenes from you know some basketball before Jordan. You know, because everybody oh, always talk about from Jordan. the Bulls back well, before Jordan, just, or just even, basketball? even just basketball. Man. Period.
0: I mean, you're looking at the Magic era, <laughs> but it was still
1: not. It was a Magic era, but, but it wasn't. When I say Larry Bird. Was a straight up assassin on the court. Oh, he was. Larry could do whatever the hell he wanted to do. I don't care what it was. Larry had the nerve. look. There was a there was a documentary. I think Magic was talking about something, and he said Larry Bird. How about in that, that Lakers Celtics? Yeah, Larry Bird was mad at him. Oh yeah, and Magic was like, "What's you know, what you mad for?" He said, "Larry said, Why you got this slow white boy on me, man?'" I'm like, "Damn, Larry! <laughs> really, Larry? That's what you' be doing out here?" Larry Bird scored think, 33 points, but think about this. on his left hand because he couldn't use <laughs> no. his
0: right for the whole game. Gosh, and I think the amount. But think about this: when you know you're that good, you can crazy, talk, man. it's crazy, man. Smack! I never because knew I, that he scored I, 33 no, points I, off of his left hand, but I, man. I, i I looked at it, I gave him the more respect when he won the three point contest in his warm up.
1: Yeah. He his, never took it off. Never took it off. Never took it off his warm up and he still won Didn't the three stretch, point contest. Nothing. Just went out there and started shooting. That's <laughs> I that's I know that was off subject, but, but I, I had, think I had it's to just say it.
0: it's the generation now and even us, we have so much advantage to just looking something up right here real quick. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to keep doing is realizing that
1: you're going to say something just back it up. Yeah. Like, that's really it. And, and then, then no matter what you say, there's always somebody before it that started something. Absolutely. It, they somebody got it from somewhere. The finger roll came from George Gervin. The jelly, they call it, mm-hmm. George Gervin mastered the jelly back then. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I had to look that up. <laughs> but there was also uh you know kind of on the same subject. The guy that was playing um Julius Irvin and um this new the new new uh, Netflix movie that it came out. They talking about Julius Ervin. Uh-huh. and he said that he had to recreate Julius Irvin's, you know, up and around. the uh, Was that the, the HBO? Um, I think so. The HBO one with the Lakers. But he said that he had to do the take fifteen times because he couldn't dribble Cause the ball. It's hard. No, it's not. It wasn't even that part. It was the dribble and palm the ball at the same time in the same movement, then go into the move. He said every time he got to that point where he was trying to palm the ball, he would bring it in too tight. He, he couldn't keep his hand all you the gotta way out. You got to keep your hand out. That's Nobody realized. loved Julius Irving. He could, Julius Irving could literally dribble and palm the ball immediately with his hand fully extended and do a move like that, moving the ball in yeah. the air. He said, man, he said that was OD. And it was on TikTok, so if you want to yeah. look it up, it you was guys on TikTok. look it
0: up, yeah. <laughs> and then last topic of the day, we have, you know, NBA season's right around the corner. We're finally getting back to actual sports with yes. college football starting less than a month. I think the NFL is right behind. Let's go UVA. Right behind, behind that. And then the NBA season's hitting in um, around October, you know, late September going into October. Mm-hmm. And what I, what I am seeing is the fact that the NBA is, you know, it's always been a global, you know, product. And now, giving doing what the NFL and I think the NBA probably has, has done it longer than the NFL is yeah. getting more games. And I think with COVID now, kind of on the subside, it's getting the chance to see pro athletes overseas. Yes. Now, yes. the September 30th and October 2nd Warriors and Wizards, I don't know how they got that. Um, Worst wizards to play in NBA Japan games in. Guess it's two W's in I Tokyo. I, I guess
1: <laughs> that's, not, that's not the two. You know, that one over that there. But. reminds
0: me of that SpongeBob meme where he has like the belt and he and Patrick goes. He turns it upside down. <laughs> you, you, you go from win win to, to Wombo something like win, that. Win to Wumbo. Yeah, Wumbo <laughs> <laughs> Winners in Wumbo <laughs> I think that's really what it is. Yeah. They wanted the W's. And then October sixth and eighth, the Bucks versus the Hawks. So I have to think it's a better matchup. They have playing the Abu Dhabi games. That's going to be nice. And then in January of twenty twenty three, you have the Pistons and the Bulls to play in the Paris games, which I think now that the Pistons have a good kind of have a have a better team, yes. that it might be a good game. And That's I think actually going to be a good game. And then this year's All Star game is going to be in Salt Lake Salt City, Salt Lake Utah, heading back to the, for, for the Jazz, which I don't know how they won that. Considering that's going to be a dump of a season this year, I think it it might not. It it might not, but I think you know, with them rebuilding and trying to reload, I think Donovan Mitchell wants to get out. He's not saying it, but I think he does. And
1: hopefully, they don't sit him to try to preserve him because if they do that, Utah will tank.
0: Utah will tank, but I think there's a there's a uh, there's a fine for that. You intentionally. Uh well, but I think what, what I would like to see this year is I mean, and we've seen it before the All-Star games with the Elam ending and and we've talked about it last week where they just need to bring back the players jerseys to wear the All-Star games. Yes. I think um what I would like to see is more um I mean, you can and and teams can do the theme The theme nights, like we said, throwback Thursdays for the jerseys, Mm -hmm. or even like, um, they need to do that though. Free Fridays. like offer like a free item on a Friday, like food, beverage wise, to bring. (laughs) I definitely take some food because that food be expensive, (laughs) man. (laughs) I mean, that's the same thing with football, and I think, and and then Wednesdays. I mean, you you could have you set it up with the department, the you know, management, and you know. Entertainment part of that division. But I think what I would like to see this year is, you know, what could happen with a certain amount of teams. Are the Lakers going to try, you know, and improve? Because I'm worried. And if Lonzo comes back healthy, are the
1: Bulls a top five in the East? Yes. Once again, yes, I'm biased. But... Lonzo makes such a, Lonzo, and don't, don't quote me on this, but Lonzo has a Dreamline Green effect on the Bulls. When he's in the game, the vision, the defense, the ability to hit a shot now, because his shot is way better, it makes the Bulls better. It makes the Bulls way better, because, you know, he gets the ball up the court like that. Yeah. And the Bulls don't got that right now because Dan DeRose is basically paying point, and what he wants to do is dribble the ball up himself. So I feel that they will be top five. Now, I really still feel that Denver is going to make a big run if they get everybody back healthy.
0: Right, it all really comes do. down to Jamal Murray being healthy. Yep, and, and Porter. Porter being healthy and everything like that. The Bucks are still going to be strong. I think with yeah. Drew, with with Holiday coming back and um, Middleton coming back, yes, and Giannis still playing as a top five player in the league. There's yep. no doubt. Um, but I but hope the, the Lakers. The only thing I'm really hoping this year is. Somebody teaches Skip Bayless a lesson on what to say because <laughs> I'm just so over you will, him.
1: Let me tell you, you will never, you would never be able, so cause over him. You know I, what's I, crazy? Skip think, has I some good points. No, and he, then Skip has the, the idiot points. I give it. I give it this.
0: You give him ten points. Two are gonna make <laughs> sense. Eight are not. Because here's the thing: two of those points. Are gonna be about the Cowboys and LeBron and LeBron. (laughs) All other eight are not gonna make sense. Yeah, the I it's just I'm so tired of him. And damn it, Skip, it's it's, (laughs) Shannon (sighs) Sharp does his best, but Skip Bayless is so (laughs) it's so annoying to watch him. It's like. It's like listen to your uncle talk about the same thing at every party, and it's just all right, man. You just got a new right. topping. Anything else? Nothing. No. That's going what makes ahead. it
1: work though, because he's like hey, hey. Him, do, him skip doing what he does, and then he does. <laughs> But and at least Shannon sharp, sharp at least let me makes tell you, good points. Sharp makes some great points, but damn it, sometimes I can't understand nothing he's saying. I'd be like, yo, calm down for two seconds. You country. Sounds <laughs> like when, I remember when Aries... And he got a list.
0: His mouth <laughs> don't work. His I remember brain. when Aries Spears made a joke about when Shaq would do the interviews. Yeah. And he said, you should have the interview with the bouncing ball. Yeah. <laughs> so Put that
1: the bouncing that ball keep... down sometime. That's what Colby. Let me tell you something, I don't know before you talk about <laughs> man, get, like get your mouth loose, man. <laughs> Go do some mouth work first. Pearl, pause. Oh, pause. Pause. Pause when I say that. I don't mean, you know, But I think it, it'll be, who knows what'll
0: happen this year. I'm excited to see. Yeah. Um, but before we go, uh, I want to thank uh, our affiliates Boosted Biz for getting our merch line out Boosted there. Boosted Biz and Kenichi Bear—they make a great headset. Yes. I know they're a boxing—they're co- you know a boxing promo group, but they make excellent headphones. The Hybridation Fives—check those out. Yes. and also uh, shout out to Mula Kicks. I I know that it's it's an up and coming, and they're still and they're a really big, fast-growing women's pro- uh, athletic product. For basketball players, for shoes, shorts, attire, and giving it out to, you know, make sure to check them out, guys. I know uh, they do great work, and I'm excited to see how much they can grow. And also, make sure to check our show every weekend because we've been doing a new series called Hooper Reflections where we bring back uh, some of the athletes who we've had on probably since the beginning of the show – just a little catch up session, you know. Mm-hmm. We try to just see how they're doing, how they're growing and everything like that. So make sure to check that out. Uh you can catch it on Instagram for our videos. You can also check us out live. I try to do a post when I can to preview who we have coming back on the show. And just make sure to check it out. Uh and for kinda of just going through the week, I know it's Monday and I think it's kinda of raining outside. Yeah, it's already about It sounds start. like it's raining outside, yeah. but uh uh, it's. I'm just ready for the summer to kind of... I
1: need to get back to work. I'm just... I can tell you this. I'm happy that it is raining. Because <laughs> that 100 degree, 110 degree weather for four days straight, that, they can keep that. <laughs> Mother Nature, love you to death, but just slow it down a little bit, please. <laughs> please, I'm begging you. That 110, my body can't take it no more.
0: Right. But hopefully the 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 summer will get better the weeks will get better just trying to keep my mind focused and everything like that but just guys keep tuning into the show uh thanks to lavar for taking the time to come back on i'm hoping you can continue to be in a regular i know once my schedule starts to up you know it'll be tough but we'll try to make it work i'll make it work (laughs) all right guys um Make sure to keep tuning in whenever you can. Don't be a bystander. Be a hooper and keep balling. Peace.